Hello there, welcome to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all time. Thank you for tuning in today, wherever you are in the world, guys. This is episode number 69. I am your host, M. Swizzle, or you can call me Max if you'd like, you know, a bit more casual around here. Guys, we have a packed show today, but we also have a lot of cool new things to introduce. Last week of the podcast, we took off. We did not post last week. This is a weekly podcast, but... There's a good reason for that. We improved so many aspects of the show, and you'll see it all today. Let's run through what we have to discuss in today's show, and also some news uh, news about this show. So, first things first, guys. This only affects our YouTube viewers. I am no longer posting these podcasts on my main channel called M Swizzle. I am posting these podcasts on another YouTube channel called The Mario Matter, specifically for this podcast and podcast clips and YouTube shorts. So... All my main YouTube shorts that you watch me for, maybe, uh, will be on my main channel, always, of course. But on this channel, the Mario Matter channel, you 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 can find the podcast here. You can find short form, uh, not short form, but like eight minute segments of the podcast on this channel. And you'll also find some shorts on this channel that are clips from this podcast. So everything on this channel is from this podcast. So that's all brand new. The other brand new thing that we have to discuss for the show is for, for the answering your question segment, we're going to include some voicemails, some voice messages from you guys. If you want to submit a voicemail for me to play on the show, you can hear your voice on the show and I can react to it. There will be instructions once we get to that segment on how to submit voicemails. Apart from that, this is the final episode of 2023. It's been a phenomenal year. We've only missed, I believe, Two episodes of the Mario Matter out of all 52 weeks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we had, I believe, 50 episodes this year. Awesome sauce. Hopefully next year we'll have all 52 every single week. I'm looking forward to that. Apart from that, what is going to be in this show today? Guys, of course, we have Nintendo news as always. We'll run through the last seven days of Nintendo news for you. After that, we have my 2023, brutally honest, Nintendo Game Awards, so I'm going to give awards to Game of the Year, you know, Best Soundtrack, and what's different from my award show compared to your award show that you might watch is I'm going to give bad awards, the the worst game of the year, the biggest flop, things like that, so look forward to that, that is coming up soon. We also, as I mentioned, have the Answering Your Question segment at the end of all that, but if you're here and you're not really looking forward to a part of the show, you can go ahead, if you're on a platform that supports it, which is Spotify and I believe YouTube, you can skip through the timeline and you'll see chapters in there where you can skip right to what you want to hear, so feel free to do that. If you're not on a platform that supports timestamp chapter things in the scroll timeline, in the description, there are also timestamps there for you as well. With that said, let's go ahead, let's not delay what you want to hear about any further, let's go ahead, let's get to the Nintendo News Headlines segment where we run through Nintendo news from the past seven days. Let's go. Welcome to the Mario Matter, the number one Nintendo podcast. Episode 69. Guys, people were making a big deal out of this. Oh, man, 69. Six I get it. Episode 69. What are we going to do? It's 69. You want me to, like, do a backflip? I don't know. Okay, well, either way. Guys, we have big Nintendo news. <sighs> Nintendo news. Now, we did miss last week's news because we didn't post last week. However, we won't be going through last week's news. Just because, like, we'd be here for a long time if we did. 
But let me just tell you, we didn't miss too much. So last seven days of news. As we post this podcast, it is December 30th, as you can see on my very, very neat calendar on my right, if you're watching the video version of the podcast. If you're not, uh, youtube.com slash at the Mario Matter. <laughs> you can find us there. Or there's a link tree in the description. Either way, we don't we don't discuss these things here. This is all promo. We don't need to talk about that right now. Nintendo News. We post on December 30th here every single Saturday. I guess it's not always December 30th, but every Saturday we post. And so that means last seven days of news, we'd go back seven days, which is the 23rd of December before Christmas. However, we're going to go back to the 22nd of December because there is big news that happened on that day that is actually worth noting. Okay, so we go back to December 22nd for one piece of news that we have here. And this is the next Splatoon 3 Splatfest has been revealed. We have the next Splatfest for Splatoon 3. I love Splatfests, and you should too, because you should appreciate them while they're here, before they're gone, because after a while, if you don't know, Nintendo stops hosting Splatfests. So, participate while you can. We have our next Splatfest event here, which is a big event in Splatoon 3, where you splat it all up, you pick a team out of three teams, and you try to win the most amount of games for your team, so your team can ultimately can ultimately win the entire Splatfest. So here are the teams and the theme for the next Splatfest, which happens on January, uh, sorry, January, hold on, it's 13th to 15th, sorry, this like thing has a typo, their, their, their tweet has a typo. Okay, wow, Nintendo's tweet has a typo. It's the January 13th to January 15th weekend. Here are the teams. So the theme is, who do you spend the holidays with? Friends? Family or solo. The the three teams are friends, family, or solo. Listen, I don't know why we're doing a holiday Splatfest right after the holidays. But I'll participate. I'll do it. I'll play. So, if you're asking me what team I'm choosing, I mean, let's be honest. I spend the holidays with, with family. So, I'm picking team family. And I imagine that a lot of people will as well. Uh, I imagine that, that'll be the popular vote, but I mean, you know, everyone's got a different situation, so who knows exactly, but I imagine family will have the most team members, I would think, because, I don't know, I'm not going to I'm, I'm not getting into it, but like, you just would think you go to a family member for Christmas, I don't know what it is, but I'm picking that, once again, that is January 13th to the 15th, uh, yes, yes, correct, actually, might be 12th to 14th. 12th to... Why is Nintendo wrong? Sorry, 12th to 14th. Blame Nintendo, not me. <laughs> okay. January 12th to, to, to uh, January 14th is the Splatfest. Go and play it once it is available. Now we move on to December 23rd, guys. That was that was the actual Saturday. And that's when we, we, we missed our episode. But don't worry, we have a banger of a show today that'll make all up for it. Guys... This isn't actually all Nintendo news. There's some Nintendo news here, but guys, this started with, of all games, Fortnite. Fortnite's popping right now. You have Lego Fortnite becoming a cozy game. I don't know how that happened. You have Fortnite this, Fortnite that. I like Fortnite. I don't hate it. I just don't play it as much. So what happened with Fortnite and Nintendo on December 23rd? We had news break. 
and all my sources are in the description, that Nintendo characters have been involved in a Fortnite survey? What? Okay, so what does this mean? So, several characters, which I'll name in a minute, were involved in a survey sent out to Fortnite fans saying like, hey, who do you want to see in our game next? It didn't say that, but basically what it means. It's asking people like, who are your favorite video game characters? What's your favorite game series apart from Fortnite? You know, like things like that. And they want to gauge what the audience wants to see in the game next. And there were some Nintendo characters in there. Let's run through who Fortnite might consider adding to Fortnite next or who Epic Games would consider adding to Fortnite next. So there was one question on there that had to do with the answerers or the surveyors favorite video game or game series. The only Nintendo game series that was on this survey that you could choose was Mario Strikers Battle League. Okay, so guys, POV, you're taking a survey and Epic Games ask you for your favorite game series. You, you might think that, that you see, like, Super Mario Bros., you know, you would think Legend of Zelda, Mario Strikers Battle League. I'm sorry. I don't think anybody out there owns their favorite game of all time being Mario Strikers Battle League. I don't think it's a thing. Because while, like, I love the game, I have it right here, I think. Look, I have the cartridge right there on the, on the video version. I have it right here. I love the game. It's not very content-filled, but it's a fun game. <sighs> That's not someone's favorite game. So no one picked that, I'm sure, which gives Mario a lesser chance of coming to Fortnite, I would imagine. And then they also asked in the survey, who are your favorite video, uh, video game characters? Okay, here's where it gets a little spicy. Samus was on there from Metroid. Yoshi was on there. And Sheik was on there from Zelda. So they're thinking about adding some Nintendo characters. I mean, would you want Yoshi in Fortnite? You would. Here's the sad truth, and we dove deep into it last episode. Mario, or anyone Nintendo, is most likely not going to come to Fortnite unless Nintendo has a serious change of heart. It can for sure happen. It can happen. But Knowing Nintendo in their history, it most definitely won't happen. So don't expect any Nintendo characters in Fortnite, but that is an interesting little survey from Epic Games themselves who makes Fortnite trying to gauge what we want in the game. I wish I had the survey. I would vote for all the freaking Nintendo stuff there. But alas, that's all we have there. Now, December 24th, this was Christmas Eve to those who celebrate Happy belated holidays for those who, you know, celebrated the holidays. I would assume, you know, you got some spirit in somehow. So happy belated holidays to all of you guys. We had some news on Christmas Eve, and normally it's not very smart for a company to announce things on Christmas or Christmas Eve or any really major holiday. However, it wasn't Nintendo doing the announcing. It was the community doing the digging because we found out Someone must have got their freaking Christmas present early. <laughs> Wii U and 3DS users. New Wii U and 3DS users, like people who just signed up, cannot play online. Okay, so let's say Lil Jimmy gets a Wii U for Christmas in 2023. Shouldn't happen, but might have happened. 
and he signs up. He signs up to the Nintendo Network, and he can't play Splatoon one online. That's that's a bad Christmas, and it's not even anyone's fault. It's Nintendo's fault. So I mean, I guess it is someone's fault, but it's not like, you know, Santa's fault. It's Nintendo. What's going on? So then Nintendo had to pull some strings. You know, everyone's off for the holidays at the Nintendo HQ. Everyone's off. Everyone's at home chilling by the campfire. Someone had to go back into the office and fix the issue. That being said, Nintendo, as of the 27th of December, has fixed the issue of new Wii U and new 3DS users not being able to play online. That was a bit of a bonanza. So you probably didn't, you know, run into the issue because... I don't know how many people would have gotten a new Wii U on Christmas or just a Wii U in general. I don't know. It's pretty pretty small number, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. I don't think many people got a Wii U for Christmas. Maybe they pulled some strings off of eBay. I don't know. I don't know. But if you did get one, which is actually pretty possible now that I'm thinking about it. Sorry. Maybe you did, maybe you, you did get a Wii U for Christmas. Congrats to you. Thank you, Santa. All right. Anyways, we move to December 25th now. We're kind of flying through news because there's not much because it's the holiday week. You don't want to announce things on holiday week. But I did see an article on Christmas Day from Go Nintendo who was talking about there are free Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet item codes available. So if you own the game Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet, you may or may not know that you're actually able to enter in codes in the game to unlock free things. Ladies and gents, I have two brand new, I believe, codes for you to use in your Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet game. Before I get to them, I do, I do want to say one thing. Seeing these free codes and, and like what they give you makes me want to get to playing Pokemon so bad. Because if you don't know, I've not even played Pokemon Violet yet because I, I heard it was bad. I'm waiting for it to be fixed. Seems like it won't be fixed. So you know what? Whenever I get to it, I, I will get to it. But with these codes, it seems like rather urgent that I play it because these codes will expire. Anyways, what are the codes that you that, that you can put into your game to redeem some free items in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? One of the codes, type in super effective. Super effective, all one word. However, the I in effective is a one. So the code to enter is S-U-P-E-R-E-F-F-E-C-T-1-V-E which then spells out super effective, once again with the I in effective being a one, not an I. If you put in the code super effective, you will receive a free expert belt. Now, I would suggest that you really hurry up and go put in that code because it expires. Get this. That code expires in 2025. Guys, hurry up. Guys, we don't have much time here. Guys, you have like over a, a year to put in this code. You, you can you can forget for months and you'll be fine. Put in the code whenever you play next. No rush at all. Unless you're watching this in like, you know, five years from now. Then it's probably, it's, it's probably expired by now. But, you know, if you want it, you can still get it. Now. Not in five years. Get it now. And then the other code is actually another phrase... The other code is Gotcha Pokemon. Whatever that means. Gotcha Pokemon. 
The code is G0TCHAP0KEM0N. So the, the O's in the words are zeros. The O's are zeros and the I's are ones. Put those codes in and that code right there, the gotcha Pokemon one, will actually get you 30 quick balls for, for free. No moolah. No extra dues paid, you just get free items. So if you're a fan of that, that one also expires in the year 2025. So no, no, no big rush there. But if you want them, go get them. And then also on December 25th, guys, Nintendo thought. They thought long and hard, which is not a very common thing for them. They thought long and hard about, you know, about all the brand new Nintendo Switch users signing up for an account that day, making their Nintendo Switch a part of their life on Christmas Day. Nintendo thought about those people. So on Christmas Day, Nintendo has initiated a plan to bring back Switch Online icons from several games. So, what do I mean? Well, if you have Nintendo Switch Online, you can actually make custom icons for your profile, as I'm sure that you might know this. Nintendo is bringing back so many icons for you to collect over the next few days. So, on the 25th of December, Nintendo brought back the WarioWare moving icons, and every day they bring back something. The 26th, they brought back some Metroid Prime icons. 27th, they, they, they brought back some Fire Emblem Engage icons. The 28th, they brought back Detective Pikachu Returns icons. The 29th, they brought back Kirby's Return to Dreamland icons. The 30th, they brought back Pikmin-themed icons. The 31st, they brought back Super Mario RPG-themed icons. I mean, they're just giving you free icons so if you got a switch for christmas or whatever it might be these icons will be there for a limited time if you have switch online go on your home menu click the switch online app and then navigate to i believe it's called missions and rewards click there and then you'll be able to see tons of icons that you can redeem with your platinum points but i might have remind you uh 10 platinum points is the cost of buying an actual icon Five platinum points is the cost for buying a frame or a background for your icon. So keep that in mind, get some platinum points, and have a jolly time with your new found icon sets. There we go. Happy New Year to ya. Now, December 26th. This is the day, you know, the, the freaking calm after the storm. Christmas is over, and you're still having a jolly time. Do you know what else can help you have a jolly time, guys? Super Mario Odyssey. And we actually, in the year 2023, we have some Super Mario Odyssey news. Not from Nintendo, but a study in Germany has found that playing Super Mario Odyssey decreases, and this is their words, guys, decreases depression symptoms by 50%. Uh... I'm sorry, but I will only believe that if it came out of Dr. Mario's mouth. If it didn't, I can't believe it. I'm kidding. But there was a study, once again, conducted in Germany where they said this. Mario Odyssey decreases depression symptoms by 50%. Now, 
I can believe this. It's a very jolly game. It's a, it's a very happy game. Any Mario game is normally a pretty happy game. I mean, play Mario Wonder. How much does that decrease depression? Probably like 95. I'm kidding. Sorry. Pro pro probably like s similar, right? Like games are happy. Mario Odyssey is just a bundle of joy to have. It's the happiest $60 that you can ever spend in your life. Buy Mario Odyssey. Now, they also said that playing Mario Odyssey is more effective than standard treatments. Like therapy, they said. I mean, that, that's, that's insane. That's not my words. I'm just, you know, reporting what, what, they're, what they're telling me. But that's cool. The fact that any game can even do that is awesome. So I like it. Thank you, Germany, for the study. And I mean, whether you have depression or not, I'd say pick up Mario Odyssey. That's a, that's a phenomenal game. Do it. Buy Mario Odyssey. However, if you're a more devoted Nintendo fan, I would assume that you already have it and have already played it. Or if you got a Switch for, for Christmas, Mario Odyssey should be one of your first games that you play, apart from, you know, Animal Crossing, my, my favorite. <laughs> Anyways, December 27th, guys. We even have more news. We're almost at the end, and then we'll get to my award show for this year for Nintendo Switch. On the 27th of December, we have... The final wave of Super Mario Bros. Wonder icons are now available for Switch Online members. So if you heard me talk about the... Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. The Switch Online icons that uh, they're bringing back, like the seven sets that they're bringing back, it's the exact same thing. However, the final week to buy some Mario Wonder icons is here. There's a final wave that you can collect. Once again, 10 platinum points are the cost of the icons, and then five platinum points for the backgrounds and frames. Now, you want to get these icons soon, because they, these, these expire on January 9th, 2024, which is a little bit sooner than those Pokemon codes that expire in 2025. So this one's a bit more of a rush. If you're a big-time icon collector, maybe you want to know about this, go get them. I'll certainly check them out soon. Now, December 28th, we even have more news for you. Could you, could you guess? Because I certainly couldn't. Guys, December 28th, we have Pokemon Concierge, 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 Concierge. Is that, hold on, guys, let's, let's, let's fact check. Pronunciation. Concierge. Concierge, got him. Concierge is a new stop-motion animated Pokemon series that has launched on Netflix as of December 28th. Anyone excited? Anyone? Maybe you are. I haven't watched it yet. But this is supposedly, from what I heard from closed sources, closed sources being a friend or two, it's good. It's a really, really fun and, and entertaining series on Netflix right now. Can I back that up? No. I can't. Because I haven't watched it yet. So I don't know how reliable my sources are because they're big Pokemon fans, so they might be biased. I hear it's good. Can we actually check? <laughs> Hold on, guys. I love doing research on the show. Uh, uh, review for this Pokemon concierge. Um, let's see. Let's see, let's see. Do we have any, like, rotten tomatoes? Pokemon is the last must-watch Netflix show of this year. 
oh snap but then someone else said it's this pokemon show i didn't know i needed so it seems like they're possibly mixed reviews on this maybe it's a watch and see kind of thing but yeah there are four episodes up right now check them out you can't really lose just watch one it's like 20 minutes and then if you like it then you like it if you don't you don't you wasted 20 minutes which is not a big chunk of time watch it before the new year you might find your brand new go-to show with that said we have two more pieces of news before we wrap up and go to the awards show we have december 29th same exact thing as the whole mario wonder icon stuff we have the fourth wave of pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet dlc nintendo switch online icons available now that is quite wordy but that's what it is icons 10 platinum points backgrounds and frames five platinum points these expire on the 4th of january so make sure to i mean that's an even bigger rush than the previous uh deadlines so go get those if you have any interest in the pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet dlc switch online icons that is wordy once again apart from that let's end on a very high note okay now this piece of news seems rather minimal doesn't seem like much but i can assure you this might just be big okay so let me tell you paper mario the thousand year door the remake coming to nintendo switch has been rated by the e s r b what is the esrb you might ask well you might also not ask that because you've seen it on game boxes a thousand times if you look at any Switch game box in America, and I believe maybe Canada, you will see <laughs> a rating in the bottom left of the box. That is rated by the ESRB. It might be E for everyone, E10+, it could be T for teen, or M for mature. They are the people who rate these games. They have rated Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, the remake. Which means that game is complete to the point where you can send it off or send off some, some clips and things to the ESRB and they can write the game off of that. Meaning, we have a 2024 release date for this game. It could be pushed up a little bit because it seems like you know maybe they're ahead of schedule. We saw it last episode. We saw that uh, Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion Dark, sorry, Dark Moon, Luigi's Mansion 2 got rated by the ESRB. So that could be a bit earlier too. So Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, giving that game a 2024 release date could mean that it, it releases in November of that year. However, this could mean that it's more of like a July release date or more of a June release date. We don't know when the game will release. They have nothing right now for April. They have nothing right now for May. They have nothing right now for June and beyond. So... Let's say, so Luigi's Mansion 2, we know is releasing, they said summer of next year, 24. We can assume, because it's been rated by the ESRB, that would release maybe, summer starts in June, maybe very early July, possibly? And then, I wouldn't be shocked, because Nintendo has, has released, like, big game after big game so i wouldn't be shocked if they put that game out and then like a month later put out uh, paper mario i could see the game releasing in either late july like have one game in early in early july and, and then you know late july or i could see the game releasing in august i don't know it might even like 
I don't want to say that because Luigi's Mansion, once again, has a, has a summer release date. I don't want to say that Paper Mario can jump ahead of that and, you know, release in like April. But at the same time, Nintendo doesn't really have much planned for April, except for like if they do a side order, like, you know, for Splatoon 3, if they drop the, the, the DLC then maybe i don't know it's it's either gonna be i feel like an august release date or a april or may release date can't be in between i feel like luigi's mansion will take the spot in between we'll have to see when it comes out but the fact that it is rated by the esrb is a good sign i mean something like metroid prime 4 isn't rated by the esrb it's not it's not even done so that's a good sign it will most definitely come out next year guaranteed no big delays there but that is all of the nintendo news from the last week did you enjoy it i certainly did but i'm not asking myself i'm asking you let me know what your favorite piece of news was in the comments down below if you are on a platform that can comment i believe spotify can i believe youtube can and everywhere else you can leave this show a great a great uh, review if you would like. <laughs> Either way, let's go ahead. Let's get to what you possibly came here for. The Nintendo 2023 Brutally Honest Award Show. Let's go. Ladies and gents, welcome to the M Swizzle 2023 Brutally Honest Nintendo Game Awards Show. If I had to shorten that, I probably would and probably could, but that's what we are calling it today. Guys, what makes this different from any award show that you've ever watched is we are not only going over the best soundtrack, game of the year, best this, best that, we're going over the worst this. The worst that we're giving bad awards as well to certain games that have released from Nintendo this year in 2023. Stick around. This is the award show of the year, apart from the game awards and every other award show that has been done. Anyways, so I have 10 awards to give out and I know who the winners are. There's no nominees or anything because... I picked all the games myself, so there's no nominees, but I do have things for you. So I want to go ahead, not waste time like some of our game awards shows do. Let's go. Ahead, let's let's dive right in to what we're doing here. So I want to start off on a positive note. You know, stu studies show that the the first thing that you hear out of somebody is one to remember. So I want to go ahead and start with the first one, the first award that I will be giving out today is for the best remake or best remaster. Okay, so we had several this year. We had a remaster in Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. We had Mario RPG, the remake. We had Metroid Prime remastered. We had a ton of real great remasters and remakes, not even just from Nintendo, but from several companies as well. We had a lot, and... I would say it's one of like the bigger remake years for Nintendo. I guess you have next year, you know, you have Paper Mario, you have Luigi's Mansion. But I thought this year we had a pretty good amount of remakes. I might even be like missing some there. But I have gone ahead and I've picked a remake and a remaster or just a sorry. It's a remaster. It's not a remake that I believe is the best one to come out of, of 2023. I believe it's the best one. I didn't enjoy it the most, 
because I'm just not good at it. But I believe it was the mo the most stunning remaster of the year. And so I will go ahead. I should have a freaking envelope that I can open up. Hold on. I'm going to get my, my, my 3DS. And the winner of best remaster or remake of the year goes to... Did I open up the envelope? Take it out. Metroid Prime Remastered! Wow, guys! And, and like the whole audience claps. Little golf clap here. Woo! Metroid Prime Remastered! I need a freaking audience here, okay? What the heck? Metroid Prime Remastered wins my best remake or remaster. Now, a lot of you guys know I've been on record saying that I don't love this game very much. Simply because I'm not good at it. It's not my kind of game. I just didn't love it. I'm more of a casual gamer. It's a great game and I can tell why people like it. It just wasn't a game for me. Simple as that. But the reason why I picked it over Mario RPG, over Kirby, was simply because, guys, I thought, for some reason, I'm not even sure why I, th why I thought this, I thought the game would just, like, run not great. The fact that this game runs so smooth was a big factor for me. I mean, I don't know. I believe it was 60 FPS. I don't think that it ever dropped below that for me. It was awesome, and while I didn't love the game very much, I, I don't want to keep saying that, uh, because it seems like, why did I even pick this, you know? It was still an immersive experience, and Metroid Prime is one of the best games of all time, widely considered in the world. So I was like, I, you know, I didn't have necessarily more impressive thoughts with Mario RPG. I didn't. I wasn't, you know, necessarily more impressed with Kirby. So I'm picking Metroid Prime Remastered as my remake or remaster of the year. Now, when you talk about remakes or remasters, one thing that has to be remade or re remastered is the soundtrack, okay? Soundtrack, soundtrack, soundtrack. This is our next award. The best soundtrack of the year. Which game from Nintendo had the best soundtrack the one that you can remember 10 years from now the one that gives you the most nostalgia the one that you can go back on the on the you know on the freaking youtube videos of and the whole comment section is like this is so nostalgic which game does that for you that released in 2023 well my friends i know who i'm giving this award to literally i listened to the main theme the day after this game released and it was already nostalgic. Not to mention, just the entire game. You're hearing banger soundtracks. You're hearing, you're, you, dude, you're hearing bangers. It's not even like a joke. There's no dud in this game. And although I wish there was some music on the title screen, my game of the soundtrack, <laughs> my best soundtrack award, goes to open the envelope. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Woo! 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 We need an audience! Woo! Guys, there are so many good bops in this game. If you go to the uh, playlist on YouTube that has all the songs in it, it's one of the best experiences you'll ever have in your life. There is one track in particular that gives me the chills. And you know what? I'm going to pull it up right now. If you search Tears of the Kingdom, and I'll link it in the uh, sources and links link in the description. Search 
Tears of the Kingdom, Zonai Song. Search that. It is the first one. Uh, uh, prologue, Zonai. Search that. That is the most bone-chilling one minute and 15 seconds you will ever hear in your life. That, for me, sealed the deal. But even after going to, like, the GameStop midnight release and then hearing the main theme the day, you know, the day after was just a freaking out-of-body experience. It was like, the game's finally here. It's an awesome game. How can I not give it best soundtrack? All right. Next, you can't have a soundtrack without playing multiplayer. Yeah, you can. Okay, <laughs> you know what? That's a bad segue. We're going to the best multiplayer game of 2023. Okay, you have options. I mean, Nintendo called Pikmin 4 a multiplayer game, which, yeah, it is, but it's not really known for that. So, I mean, you had Pikmin 4, you had Kirby's Return to Dreamland, you had Mario Wonder, you had... What else did you have? I mean, you have WarioWare Move It, I guess. You have WarioWare Move It. You have a lot of great games this year that had, sorry, that had multiplayer functionalities. But which one takes the cake? Which is the one that you can truly have the best time with whoever you're playing with? Your friend, your brother, your sister, your dog. Who can you have the best time with playing what game? I came to the great conclusion that the best multiplayer game on the Nintendo Switch will go to, open my envelope, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Guys, when there's a when there's a freaking 2D Mario game that, that releases in a year, that's your multiplayer. You won't get much more enjoyment out of any other multiplayer apart from a 2D Mario game. That is so classic. There's teamwork, and not only just the multiplayer experience of a game like, like a 2D Mario, they made this one better than any other multiplayer 2D Mario because you don't hit each other. You don't, I mean, I guess this is the only downside. You can't you can't throw each other off of cliffs, which is kind of upsetting, but, you know, looking past that, you can have teamwork. You can do things together. There's laughs to happen. Like, if you die, you, you, you can all laugh about it. It's one of the best multiplayers. Whereas, like, you know, for, for Pikmin 4, yeah, you can do Dondori, but one loses, one wins, which is nice and competitive, but with Mario Wonder, everyone's a winner. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the best one. And while I didn't, well, no, no, that's a lie. I actually recently just did play it uh, multiplayer. I, I played races with my brother uh, racing on Mario Wonder. And that's also fun. The fact that there's more multiplayer to it, apart from just playing the actual levels themselves, is awesome. Online features, everything, great Mario Wonder. But guess what, guys? We're going to move to our first bad award of the day. I told you, this award show is different. We give out good awards, and we give out bad awards. Our first bad award is going to be the biggest flop. The biggest flop. What game is no one excited for? What game sucked? What game was just a failure, a bad idea, just totally a flop and stupid? Sales-wise, it was a flop. Everything was a, was a bad flop. I won't have to build up much suspense for this game. I won't have to. It wasn't anything special. However, 
I believe the day was early June. June 1st, I, I, I think it actually might be. We got the most devastating Twitter announcement from Nintendo of America. And your game winner for biggest flop goes to... Everybody, one, two, switch. Now, if you, if you don't know what that game is, I'm not shocked. No one does. But that game, which I might have right here. Do, do I have it here? Hold on, let's check. Do I have it? Uh, no, I've put it somewhere else. I don't have it on me. But that game is one of the worst games I've played in my life. Everybody wants to switch is atrocious. If you want some background, there was a game called One Two Switch that launched on the same day the Switch released. And while it was decently fun, it wasn't worth the $50 or $60 price tag. It just wasn't. So to recreate that game and make a sequel that involves smartphones and a horse mascot for 30 bucks. It was just not a smart idea. I don't know whose idea it was to create a sequel to everybody, or sorry, to one, two switch. It shouldn't have happened. Should not have happened. If I worked for Nintendo, I would have stopped them right in their tracks. Shouldn't have happened. And I'm sad that it actually did happen because they could have at least thought of that and like didn't actually end up putting it out. No, they put this game out. And what's weird is Nintendo knew this was a bad idea. They didn't promote anything for it until like the last week of it coming out. They, they, they never even talked about it. Never. So apart from a trailer the week that it comes out, it wasn't really big. Now, I bought it because I cover Nintendo stuff, so I got to play it. But it wasn't fun. I'm keeping it, though, because it's a great little collectible. Tanked sales-wise, it's all bad. But back to positive notes... We have two before we get to our next worst uh, award. We have next the most underrated Nintendo Switch game of 2023. Now, I have my game selected. Now, I mean, like, there's tons of games this year that kind of flew under the radar. Pikmin 1 plus 2. I wouldn't say flew under the radar, but I guarantee you not, you know, everyone who bought Pikmin 4 bought those games, which is a stupid comparison, obviously, oh, sorry, that was, that was stupid, I'm just saying, like, it kind of flew under, because for a long time, it was just digital, and then for a short amount of time, they were making some physical copies of the game, sorry, I shouldn't, make, I should not have made that Pikmin 4 comparison, I'm just saying, like, it kind of flew under, and then you had games like, you know, Detective Pikachu, that just kind of flew under. You had Mario RPG, which didn't flew. Mario RPG did, did, did not fly under. But it also wasn't as big as something like Mario Wonder. And I'm making some, some stupid comparisons. So let's go ahead and let's get to what I chose for the most underrated Nintendo Switch game of 2023. You had a lot of good games and a lot of ones that no one was talking about. But my winner for most underrated Nintendo Switch game is... WarioWare Move It! Guys, this freaking game got no shine. There were some little articles about it on the day of release, and that was about it. Zip Zada, you got nothing else on WarioWare Move It. You, you got a few Nintendo trailers, and that was wraps. The people that like WarioWare played it. The people, the people that didn't, didn't. That was it. It's not like this big, covered game. It probably didn't sell very well. 
not many people sought out to, to you know sought out to, to to buy it. It wasn't this hyped up game. It was just for the audience that's there. And I played WarioWare Move It, not having too much experience with other you know WarioWare games. And I thought this was so much fun. And I said this on my on my podcast like you know two months ago. I said this game. I was playing it. I couldn't get the smile off my face. It was the wackiest game, super fun game. Now there's not a crazy amount of content in it. There's a short story mode and then you know some mini games and things like that. But this was such a happy game to play. It was a fun game. Once again, not the most contact filled sorry, content filled game. But was it fun? Yes, is underrated so much. It is so underrated. It's insane. WarioWare Move It wins my most underrated game of the year. Now, where did we hear about WarioWare Move It? We heard about that game in a Nintendo Direct. Okay? Nintendo Direct is Nintendo's presentation that they do about two to three times a year, where they announce brand new games, brand new Amiibo, brand new DLC, things like this. Any new games coming out, it's in Nintendo Direct, at least if it's from Nintendo most of the time. We have to discuss, what was the best Nintendo Direct of the year? There were three. There was one in February, one in June, and one in September. Which one reigns supreme? And I have the answer. So out of our three Nintendo Directs from this year, the best Nintendo Direct award goes to the Nintendo Direct on June 21st, 2023. Now, if you do not remember what was in there, let me give you a little rundown. Mario Wonder, Mario RPG, Luigi's Mansion, Detective Pikachu, WarioWare Move It, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Wave 5 DLC, Zelda Amiibo, the announcement for Princess Peach Showtime, and so much more. Do you hear what I just told you? That is a crazy, crazy stacked direct. That direct is stacked. Also, Pikmin 1 plus 2. Pikmin 1 plus 2 is in there. I don't know what else you wanted in that direct. That was phenomenal. That was one of the best directs of all time. One of them. One of the best directs ever. Let me know. But that's my pick for best direct. Now, what is the worst Nintendo direct? We have two left to choose from. We have the one in, in, in February. And we have the one in September. What was the worst one? February, we had, you know, Metroid. We had freaking... What else did we have in that one? Oh, sorry. We had... Tears of the Kingdom trailer in September. We had Thousand Year Door. We had some Mario Kart stuff. In my worst direct of the year, my my pick for worst direct of the year goes to the Nintendo Direct on September fourteenth, twenty twenty three. So I actually went back and reviewed. The, the uh, February and the September Direct. I came to the conclusion the September Direct was just a little bit worse. Just a little bit. And here's why. 
Yes, I know. We had Paper Mario remake in there. That is a great announcement. But here's my biggest thing uh, about that direct. For so long of that direct, it was just showcasing games that we already knew. They showed us a brand new two-minute trailer for De for uh, De Detective Pikachu. They showed us Mario RPG. They showed us so many unnecessary things that we just didn't really care to see. We knew they were happening. They showed us WarioWare Move It. Like, these games release in a month. We know these are happening. Why show us more? It didn't make sense. It didn't fit in. Now, yes, I do praise the Paper Mario announcement. I praise the Mario Kart Wave 6 announcement. I praise the Princess Peach Showtime reveal announcement. I love all that about this Direct. But all in all, I think it was just a little tiny bit worse than the February Direct. Just a little bit. Because the February one isn't great either. Just a little bit worse. I was so upset during the whole thing. Like, okay, show me new stuff. Show me new stuff. Not these old trailers that no one cares about, you know? I didn't love it. It was kind of cool, but I didn't love it. Now, here's where it gets ultra spicy. We have three awards left to give. Best announcement, worst game of the year, and game of the year. Let's go with the best announcement. Guys, when something is announced in a Nintendo Direct, on Twitter, whatever it is from Nintendo, it tends to be rather big. However, which announcement gave us the most hype, the most reaction, got, got, them, the, got them the most views, what did it? What was the announcement that sparked the most reaction? What was the best announcement, in other words? Your winner for the best announcement goes to... Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Guys, you couldn't. When you saw this announcement, you couldn't stop talking about it. You went to school the next day. You were at the freaking lunch table. You were like, guys, did you see Elephant Mario? It was a thing. It sparked reactions. The trailer had millions of views in hours. It was by far the biggest thing because we had not had a 2D Mario game in about 10 years. So seeing that after 10 years of nothing was pure joy. I was so hyped for Mario Wonder. And it totally delivered. That announcement was the best thing that could have happened. And what also made it better is the fact that it was leaked beforehand. And some people would say that that actually made it worse. I think it made it better because it put more eyes on the direct and more pre-excitement for the whole, whole direct. So I would say that actually made it better. So best announcement goes to Mario Bros. Wonder. Then worst game of the year. Okay, we have a lot of contenders. And by a lot, I mean like two. There are two games that should come to mind when you hear worst game of the year. You have the, <laughs> you have Detective Pikachu and you have Everybody Want to Switch. Which one did I pick out of these two? 
these are the actual two nominees. I said that there were no nominees, but I guess we can count these two. And the worst game of the year goes to... Everybody won two Switch. Guys, this game sucked. I'm sorry. How do you win two? Okay, guys, we had three bad awards here. How do you win two? That just shows how bad of a game everybody won to Switch it. Like, truly is. No one was excited. They made people play it at some convention. They all looked rather dumb. Sorry, no offense. <laughs> like, it just... It's just not a game that you bust out at a party and like, yeah, guys, let's everybody want to switch. It, it's, just, it's just not that. It was a budget game. It sucked. We, we already ran over it. But I think that is a clear winner for worst game of the year. And I hope that is rather agreeable to the audience here. Let me know what, what your worst game of the year is. But after that, it's the big shebang. Game of the year for me. Okay. Game of the year. Some of you may be able to predict. Or not. I might say Mario Wonder. I might say Mario RPG. I might say something out of the blue. Who knows what my game of the year is. This 3DS that is acting as an envelope knows what my game of the year is. In my game of the year of 2023... This is a monumental moment. Is going to be Pikmin 4. Wow, guys, Pikmin 4 won no other awards on this list, but it has won my game of the year. Pikmin 4, I believe, apart from Tears of the Kingdom, was my second most played game of the year. I did my Switch year in review about two weeks ago, and I actually kind of forget what it was. I believe it was second. It was second on, on my list. I played Pikmin 4 for almost 60 hours, okay? And this game was some of the most fun I've ever had. There's some games that I'll play, and I won't be hooked. Like Mario RPG, gotta be honest. I'm not very hooked. I can't, like... I'm not dying to go back and play over and over and over. Pikmin 4, I was dying to go back and play and play and play. I was addicted. And when you're addicted, that is a phenomenal sign. I was addicted to Pikmin 4. It was the most peaceful game I've played in some time. And there were just so many things to complete and do. There were, I believe, seven or, or, or eight worlds to go and explore. Ochi being there was phenomenal. I actually kind of liked how he can track down anything. You bring it back to your onion. It was just phenomenal. I couldn't say more about Pikmin 4. I don't have a nitpick about it. There was nothing wrong with it, I don't think. Going on the night expeditions, the Dondori challenges, everything. I can't say enough good about it. Pikmin 4 was my game of the year, and actually is probably one of my top five games of all time. I love Pikmin 4. That is my game of the year. With that said, let's go ahead and transition to the next segment, the Answering Your Questions segment, where I, M. Swizzle, will answer your 
questions. We have your voicemails, and we even have your written questions. Let's go ahead. Let's go over there, and thank you for tuning in to the M-Swizzle 2023 Brutally Honest Awards Show. Let's go. All right, it is time to answer your questions that you have asked me. Now, guys, I have introduced a brand new way for you all to ask me questions on the show, and that is through your voicemails. So if you would like, you don't have to, but if you'd like, you can now leave me a voicemail. And what's awesome about that is you can tell me more without me having to read it. Like in your voicemail, you can be like this. Hey there, I've been a fan of the show for nine months and I really love what you're doing. You know, you don't have to say that, but you can be like, I've been a fan of the show. I really wanted to know because you like this game and because this, this, that, I really need to know what is your favorite this, this, whatever it is. You can kind of ramble and be more personal, and I think it's more fun that way and more entertaining, and you, and you kind of want to hear what everyone has to say. You know, so I thought that was cool. We got a pretty good number of voicemails. We got, like, I believe 20. I can't play them all, but I've selected four random ones. I don't know. I haven't, I've not listened to them. I don't know what they are, but if you did not get yours picked, I encourage you to keep on trying, keep on trying, because I will incorporate these in each podcast moving forward as long as they're positively received. Now, if you don't want to do that, I totally understand. I'm still taking written questions. So how do you ask me a question on the show? There are actually two ways, voice message and written questions. So voice message will be in the description. Go down there, click the leave me a voicemail here. There's a link for that. Click that, leave me a message. You can leave it whenever, and then I'll find it for the next episode. Do that, or for the written questions, I post every single Wednesday on my YouTube community tab. I'm gonna always post them on my M Swizzle channel. So follow the M Swizzle channel uh, for me to post the community tab questions. So every single Wednesday, go to my M Swizzle channel, go to the community tab, and I'll say, hey, hope you're doing well. I'm taking questions, leave them down below. Things like that. And the reason why I won't post them on the Mario Matter channel is because I want the people from my main channel to then be pushed over to this channel. And I can't do it if I only post those questionnaires on the Mario Matter main channel. So... I'm keeping it on the M Swizzle channel, or if that's kind of complicated, what, what what you can also do is go to my Discord server link down below. You can join that, navigate to the Ask M Swizzle channel, and ask your questions in there. The Discord server is a great place. It's basically a giant chat room for fans of the show and my channel and things like that. Join that. It's an awesome sauce place. However, last thing, if you're not getting your question answered, whether it's a voicemail or a written question, feel free to become a channel member. If you go to the link down below, you can sign up for a channel membership, which is the same as a Patreon membership. You, you can sign up for there. You get exclusive podcast episodes. You get custom emojis. Depending on what perks you buy, you, you can get a follow on social media, a physical newsletter signed by me and sent to you, giving you exclusive updates on the channel. It, it all depends on which level of membership you purchase, but that's all on there. Link down below special podcast episodes, and guaranteed questions. If you're leaving a voicemail, though, make sure to put in your name that you are a channel member and leave your YouTube username as well. YouTube username and that you are a channel member in your voicemail name. With that said, let's get to our... We have four voicemails and we have five questions that are written. Let's go ahead 
Let's get to our first voicemail from Igor, I believe is how I say it. Let's go. I have a question. Oh, snap. What do you think is next for 3D Mario? A more sandbox type, a more linear type, or a w- open world? Awesome. Dude, I, I love it. I love it already. I love it already. Sandbox, linear, open world, new 3D Mario. What's next? I'll tell you this. I think what's next for 3D Mario is you either make a Mario Odyssey 2 or you go in a totally different direction. So let's imagine the totally different direction. I almost feel like the next step is to make an open world Mario game. I think that's the next step. You've done Mario Galaxy, that's just levels. You've done Mario Odyssey, that's kingdoms. The next step, I would argue, is an open-world Mario game, like a Zelda, like a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, or a Zelda Breath of the Wild. Something like that, I think, would be the next step. Now, don't make it like Zelda, but there's just an open-world Mario game. You have a map, you have tasks to do, Bowser's there taking over the whole world. I think that's what you do next with a 3D Mario game. Yeah, you do an open world. That's the way things are shifting nowadays. Do it. Next, we have Mr. Soapy. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I was thinking about getting into the Super Mario Party franchise with my family. Awesome. Which would you recommend, Super Mario Party Superstars or Super Mario Party? Oh. And what are the differences? Yeah. Thanks. Perfect. Okay, so Super Mario Party. And Mario Party Superstars. I'll start off with you can't go wrong with either. They're both pretty good Mario Party games. Admittedly, not my favorites of all time. Like, my favorite Mario Party game is Mario Party 8. But I like both of those. Super Mario Party is supposed to be Nintendo's newest Mario Party game. Kind of following Mario Party 10. It almost acts as like a Mario Party 11, whereas Mario Party Superstars is a Mario Party, in a sense, but it's essentially remaking old Mario Parties. So like Mario Party 1, 2, and 3 from years ago have been remade and put into Mario Party Superstars. So it's kind of like a blast from the past kind of thing. It's a remade collection of all the old minigames, all the old boards. It's just like that. It's like playing the older boards in a new modernized game. What would I recommend you though? I would honestly, I would recommend you Mario Party Superstars. Because not only is it just newer and nicer. Just because you're playing the old minigames and stuff that are now remade to, you know, look like modern games. uh, They're still very fun. They're awesome games. I had a blast playing Mario Party Superstars. And when the game came out, I wasn't smart enough. Like, I didn't follow the game too closely. So I didn't even know that it was remakes of, of older games. I thought it was still phenomenal. I love Mario Party Superstars. I would buy that. That's my option. But, yeah, that's that's my advice. You might, based off what I said, like Super Mario Party better. I like Super... Sorry, Mario Party Superstars, though. That's my pick. Next, we have Noah. Lay it on us, Noah. 
What's up, M. Swizzle? Hello. Hope you're doing well. I am. Thank you. I just wanted to ask you, if you had to rank all the Super Smash Brothers games from best to worst, what would your ranking be? Oh, snap. See, this is this is where I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble, guys, because I have the worst ranking of all time for this series, okay? So, let's start here. Fifth being the worst, number one being the best. Let's get this out of the way. Smash Bros. Melee and Smash Bros. N64, I have not played enough to where I feel like I can give them a valid ranking. So just based off that, let's put N64 at 5 and Melee at 4. That's not how I feel about it, but I have not played them enough to give them a ranking. So please excuse me there. Apart from that, we have Smash Bros. Brawl. We have Smash Bros. Wii U and 3DS, which is like I'm going to say is one thing. And then, and then uh, Smash Ultimate. Dude, this, this is... I know my favorite Smash Bros. game, but it's purely nostalgia. So because of that, Smash fans will hate me. <laughs> Don't ask questions, but here's my order. Number three is Smash Ultimate. Number two is Smash Brawl. Number one is Smash Bros. 4. Smash Bros. Wii U and Smash Bros. 3DS. Is that a hot take? That probably is. I'm not trying to be controversial. It's probably got something to do with nostalgia. I really like how Smash Bros. Brawl is. I, I like it more than Ultimate's interface and how things work. Of course, Ultimate is the biggest, baddest Smash game. It's got all the new characters, all the stages. I just have some attachment to Brawl and also Smash Bros. Wii U. So that's why I, I rank them how I do. That's my personal feelings on them. Best game out of all of them is certainly Smash Ultimate. Has the most content, but that's how I feel about Smash games. And then we have one more voicemail from the mouse. Oh, it's not, dude, I thought mice wanted cheese not to leave me voicemails on my podcast. Okay, the mouse, lay it on us, mouse. Hi, Max. This is the mouse. It's the mouse. Any thoughts on the Professor Layton franchise? Okay, bye. Professor Layton franchise. See... Any thoughts on it? The problem is, I don't have any thoughts on it. I've never played a Professor Layton game in my life, unfortunately, the mouse. So I'm sorry to leave you a bit, you know, empty-handed here. What I can tell you, though, is I really do want to play a, a, a uh, Professor Layton game. I hear they're very good, and I hear they're, like, almost hidden gems. Like, not everyone knows about them. But they're really good. That's what I hear about them. So for that reason alone, I want to play them. Now, isn't there one coming to Switch or am I tripping? Professor Layton Switch. Um, oh, wait, what's this? Is that one? Layton's Mystery Journey? Is, is that a... Snap! You know what? Yeah, Professor Layton... There is some Switch stuff. Yeah, releases TBD. Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. See, I have to play that. I've got to get on that. Release TBD. When that drops, best believe the mouse. I'm playing it. So, I don't have any thoughts. I do know one thing. There are some really sad parts of the game. Because there was one video that I made talking about uh, the saddest Nintendo cutscenes. And I think that... Professor Layton made the cut. It was one scene from the game. I forget how it went. I think like, oh my gosh, someone left somebody. And then the kid was like, she's gone. 
<laughs> Dude, it was some so sad cutscene. That's all I know about it. And those are my thoughts. I have to get into it, though. So, those are our voicemails. I think that's so much fun to do. If you want to leave a voicemail, link down below. If you don't, no worries. We have written questions left. Now, our channel members have written some written questions. We have three questions from our channel members, Jack, Johan, and Lego Fox, at the, at the time of recording. Time of recording, we have three. Let's go ahead. Let's jump into them. Jack asks, if you could see any Switch game brought over to the next console with new visuals, remastered music, etc., what game would that be? Now, a lot of you might expect, hold on, hold your horses. A lot of you might think, I'm going to say Animal Crossing New Horizons. No, I'm not. Simply because I want a new Animal Crossing game, not New Horizons remastered everything. I don't want that. If I could have any Switch game brought over to Switch 2, with new everything, new visuals, upscaled everything, I'd probably pick a game that I can play over and over, over and over and over and over again. I'd I'd pick. Mm, see, my go-to is Animal Crossing. Then I thought Pikmin Four, but I don't want that either because I already beat it. It's like I I wouldn't I wouldn't play it again. <sighs> That's so tough. You know what? I'd probably pick. Honestly, I'd probably pick Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because that game runs all right, but could could you imagine that game running on a PS5? The visuals, the visuals, the performance, all this new good newfound graphics and performance. Could you imagine this? That's madness. So I would say Tears of the Kingdom. Having that game look better than it does right now on the Switch would be a dream come true. And you can do it on, like, emulators and stuff, but I would want to have that on the Switch too. Because that's a game that you can sink so much time into, and just having it be in better performance would be awesome. Tears of the Kingdom, or similarly, Breath of the Wild. Either one. Then, Johan asks, what is the best Wii U game you want ported to the Switch? I think I've been asked this before, and I said, I said, uh, Nintendo Land. So, I won't give you that. That is one of them, but I won't answer as that for today. I will give you... Hmm. I know. I will give you Wii Party U. Wii Party U is... A party game for the Wii U, if you couldn't tell from the name. And it's so much fun. It incorporates the Miis. It is all made by Nintendo. You have Party Phil, the host. There are so many fun mini-games, whether you're playing with one person or all four people. Wii Party U is the best... No, I can't say that. I was going to say best multiplayer game on, on, on Wii U. It is one of my favorite multiplayer games on the Wii U. And if you have a Wii U out there and you have people to play games with locally we party you please do yourself a favor do yourself a favor and buy we party you greatest it's 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 the greatest not actually but it's great then lego fox newly uh new member i mean i think lego fox has been a member before but they i, I believe recently signed up again so thank you would you press the button Nintendo will make a mini N64, but the next main Nintendo console wouldn't come out for the next 10 years. Oh, I would not press the button. No way, Jose. I don't care. 
if they make a mini N64, I will not, by any means, have the next Nintendo console come out for the next 10 years. I can't have that not happen. The next console has to come out within the next 10 years. I can never have that happen. I would not press the button. I would love a mini N64, but at the cost of having the next console not, not, not be released for 10 years would be insane. I can't do that, but a mini N64 does sound rather cool. It's kind of cool. And then, non-member questions, no shame in that. Uh, user XP4G01JN8I. Extravagant. Why are you the best Nintendo creator on the platform? Oh, that's very kind of you. That's very kind. Um, I don't want to say that I'm the best, because that sounds rather like... Is ignorant the word? I don't know. But I can pitch you on why you should watch my content. I can pitch you on that. I can give you a reason why. I appreciate that, though, if that's a good compliment. Um, I can pitch you. Number one, I'm consistent. My YouTube shorts, which is the main thing that I do, the schedule for it has changed over the years. But I've always, always stuck to my schedule of posting YouTube shorts. At one point, it was twice a day, then once a day, then every other day. Whenever I've set out a schedule, I've always hit it. I've never missed an a, uh, upload day for my schedule since I began YouTube Shorts. I'm consistent. This podcast only missed two episodes in the last year. Some of your favorite podcasts might do might you know miss more than that. We stay consistent here. I bring you the news. I tell you like it is. I tell you how it is. I bring it to you. I lay it on you. It's the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast. Once we get back to making long-form content, that'll be consistent, and that'll be awesome sauce. That's why you should stick around and watch some M-Swizzle content. Bam. Solved. Then, to close out the show, Porcupine2009 asks, besides the advertising, why do you think the Wii U died? And personally... Do you like the console? Do I like the Wii U? And why did it die? Besides the advertising, I think it's just because once Nintendo realized the console's not selling well, I feel like they almost didn't go full force in the in the direction. Like, at 2015 or so, the Wii U was pretty much dead. Everyone's playing their 3DS or they're waiting for the next console. You did have games like Splatoon come out that year. But it just wasn't really popping. So, even at that point, like, Nintendo Switches are still being sold seven years later. We use, though? Uh-uh. You were, you were either in or you were out. They weren't going to sell you on it after three years of it being out. It was just dying because they weren't, like, trying their absolute hardest. They weren't, like, pushing it everywhere. They just cared a little bit less and decided to cut marketing costs on the whole Wii U. It was just kind of floating out there, you know? I think I, I think it's part of the reason. And, you know, another reason was simply because it just, in a lot of people's eyes, it, it wasn't good. It just, like, sucked in a lot of people's eyes. So you would see bad reviews on it. You would see bad press on it. You would see your friends talking bad about it. Things like that. I think it just died because as you said, the advertising, but also Nintendo had to kind of give up. They couldn't put more money into it and it be a losing game. 
So you saw some remakes, you saw some lower budget games, things like that. Also, third-party support wasn't there, so like, why would you even buy it? Uh, you know, it just sucked. But do I like it personally, you ask? <sighs> yes. Wii U, hot take, hot guys, I'm not trying to be controversial, hot take coming in. It's my favorite Nintendo console of all time. Here's why. I'm a casual gamer. I like the small things. I like the little eShop music. I, I like the little Wii U home menu. The Wii U has brought me the most joy out of any console. Now, was that because I was young? Probably. And I still am young, but I was younger when it was all out and everything. Is that because I was young? Probably yes. Does that change that the console made me happy as a man or a child could ever be as a man child could ever be no it does not change that the wii u gave me the most joy and still does to this day that is simply why it is my favorite console of all time there's a difference between best console and favorite console the best performing the best bonanza the best functionality probably switch right my my favorite wii u i love the gamepad as well i love it which is even why i played pikmin 3 on the Wii U and not the Switch. I love the Wii U. I'll play it on there. But that is it for the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all time. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. If you made it this far, please let us know that you did so by leaving a review. If you leave a positive review on the Mario Matter podcast on Spotify or Apple, we will give you 10 cookies in the mail. No promises. Terms and conditions apply. No guarantees on that one. But if you do leave a positive review, in your review at the very end, if you like have to write something, like, like if if you if you write something for it, write cookie at the end of it, so I know that you were here on this podcast at the very end. Or if you leave, if you leave a five star review on Spotify, do that as well, so I also know that you were here until the end. If you're on YouTube, subscribing always helps. Liking the podcast, doing everything, but above all that, guys, that just helps me out. That helps the show out. I appreciate it. I thank you all for tuning in to the show and watching all the way through. And also, thank you to our channel members on YouTube who support the podcast and make the entire thing possible and also fuel our Answering Your Questions segment. Couldn't do it without you guys. They will all be shouted out visually at the end of the podcast in just a minute here. Thank you all again. I will see you all next Saturday. The podcast is consistent. And I want to say in about a week or two, you should have a special announcement from me that has to do with this show and also blooming into the new year we are also going to try to get guests on the show consistently will it happen that is totally out of my control will i try to make it happen absolutely so i look forward to that and i'll see you all very very soon adios (laughs) 